Welcome back to the Three Wheel Podcast. Uh, today is Wednesday, February 10th, with Susie Robinson from Clearbox Consulting. And today's topic is about uh, employee apps, uh, some of the uh, buyer's guide report that came out in November, I believe, Susie. Uh, yes, it was towards the end of last year now, although it uh, seems like a long time ago. <laughs> uh, I'm a, a relatively new host. Um, my name is Pete Skelly. I'm the VP of Technology at Three Wheel. Uh, my other host is Tommy Ryan. Uh, Tommy, you want to give a quick introduction? Yeah, I'm one of the founders at Three Wheel. Uh, the role I play is the president, but uh, in my day to day, it's it's helping our clients understand how we can help them be successful in the Microsoft Cloud. And very excited to have this conversation today with Susie. Thank you very and- much for having me. And our guest is Susie Robinson. Susie, you want to give yourself a, a little brief intro? Yeah, sure. So um, my previous life before I worked for a company called Clearbox Consulting um, was internet manager and internal communications manager um, at a variety of different companies, um, most of which actually had uh, frontline workers, so retail workers, chefs, and hotel people um, across a variety of different jobs. So um, I had a lot of experience in that field and and was talking to Sam Marshall, um, who is the owner of Clearbox Consulting, who I now work for. Um, And we had lots of chats about frontline workers and he started to talk to me about this new report and the fact that he wanted to create it um, and we started to explore it together um, and I moved across to work for Clearbox Consulting about 18 months ago now um, and I look after the, the three reports that we publish so that's the SharePoint Intranets in a Box, the Employee Apps Report and also a new one called uh, on in- Independent Intranets um, as well as doing consulting for different businesses in the world of digital workplaces so quite a varied role but I spent probably well over 100 hours researching the employee mobile app field so it was a a big part of my life for for a good few months. (laughs) So this the employee apps buyer's guide report that's a a new category what kind of prompted that category which maybe a little background on on the why. Yeah so It's been a category that's been slowly emerging for the last few years. Um, The um, mobile phone revolution um, happened about 10 years ago now, Um, but smartphones really became much more popular, kind of the middle of the the, the teens of uh, the the 2000s. So it's only been about the last five years or so that people have been more commonly carrying them around in their pockets and using them for more and more things. And the number of apps that are available just generally um, for general download is is huge now and and was back then. And that's when um, these products started to emerge. But they are still relatively unknown. Um, they do crop up and you do see some of the the vendors that we've covered in in this report. You see them sponsoring conferences um, and something that we found as we were we were doing the initial research into this was that even the customers that had chosen to go with some of these products hadn't necessarily thought that that's what they wanted to do they they had googled uh, a variety of, of phrases and found all these different products um, and kind of went with what they felt was best or maybe went with the first thing that they found um, and there wasn't really that place to do a a comparison um, between the different products that wasn't generated by um, customer stories. So in the way that any um, company could potentially um, 
artificially improve their online schools for things there are those reviewing websites that will do that for software um, but obviously it can be swayed quite easily in one way or another or if a company's just not bothered they won't get any reviews and then they fall quite low down even if their product's particularly good um, so we wanted to go about finding a way to to give that information to people and, and make it uh, widely available for people to access and make the right decisions for their business Okay, so we're we're familiar with uh, a few of these apps living in the Microsoft 365 space. Um, so uh, Microsoft Teams is on that list. Yammer's on that list. Um, there's a whole host of other uh, apps, obviously, um, but the these seem to touch not just on collaboration and communication, uh, or they seem to touch on both. Excuse me. Um, three will has the concept when we discuss digital workplaces with customers of three C's and that's communication, collaboration and coordination, um, communication, that kind of, um, one to many or small group to many communication style, the, the intranet or, uh, the, the surfacing of news, uh, content collaboration that, that interaction with small teams, special interest groups, et cetera. And then the, the third coordination is the tools, rules, and processes that make integration flow between those, those applications. It, do you find that, that these are targeted towards a specific use case or are these, you know, I, I hate to call them point solutions because teams is, is much broader. Uh, I know workplace that, uh, workplace from Facebook is much broader, but are they, are they focused? Is this report kind of focusing in one specific area? W what do you, what's that kind of, uh, balance between focus versus broad? Well, when we were doing the initial research, I think I came up with a list which is still growing of around 80 different products. So we, we've only scratched the surface of some of the ones that we found that we we thought did a particularly good job um, of being slightly broader in, in the um, areas that they were trying to focus on. Um, but as I was doing that research and looking into the different products, I realised that um, they were as different as they were similar. So um, one app that approached something like direct, direct messaging or um, chat feature of some kind would be quite different from the next one that was doing the same thing. Um, so if you think about in consumer orientated um, tools, if you use WhatsApp for something, you may use WhatsApp in a very different way to Facebook Messenger, for example. Um, and so these apps were doing um, the same kinds of thing or, or different kinds of things, as it were. Um, and so we um, devised what we call the product focus, but is like a wine chart. So it's a, a way to work out um, what would be kind of woody or fruity um, to apply that kind of particular focus to, to an app. Um, and we um, worked to four areas, actually. So. Um, communications was one um, which covered, as you say, the kind of central and outwards, but also ways for people to share um, their own news um, or to work in a, a more localised way as well. Um, but then that also kind of merged into the, the second area, which is operations. So, yes, the working locally does kind of cover on that operational, very functional way of working. Um, but it could also be things like um, health and safety forms that have been digitalised and, and part of the app. Um, so that kind of formed that second part. Um, then the third part is kind of linked to that again, which was digital workplace. So that was more 
more how the apps can integrate with other systems. So um, the health and safety forms in the example of an operational app could be built within the app itself, but the digital workplace one could be linking out to a health and safety system and actually bringing that through. And then the fourth area um, was uh, an HR and people um, area, which was more around um, e-learning or performance management um, or pulse surveys, that kind of thing. Um, and we found that um, no app was uh, a full um, kind of full bar in each of those. So we, we gave a, a, like three bars for each one um, and none of them were a complete solid circle. It just wasn't possible to do that um, so we marked each one out of these three bars to give that kind of sense of which direction the app was trying to lean in or which directions um, in fact um, and that we hope helps people to think which areas of the business need some help where are those um, gaps in our digital workplace as it stands now that maybe we need something um, to, to fill those or to to just give an extra edge or to provide a, a mobile version as well so so people in the front line um, won't be sat at desks for large portions of their day um, they won't have to won't want to go through really heavy in-depth processes they want a much lighter and leaner way of doing all sorts of things including training so actually if that's something that's an area that's that's missing or, or needs a different approach then a business knows they could lean more towards the HR and people um, flavor of app so um, to kind of answer your question in a shorter way um, we found that they really do vary and it, it varied from app to app um, and uh, we quite liked the fact that that market was quite varied so it can be tailored to a to a business's needs. Susie, that that's interesting as you're talking through that and I'm trying to tease out in my mind um, of the history of our conversations with Clearbox where we talked about intranets and the internet was the platform and all the services within the platform and as I hear about employee apps it's it sounds like and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong you're trying to find elements within these platforms that in a sense can stand on their own, that have purpose, that are not as generic as an intranet platform that's not necessarily solving the problem. It, it just gives you the framework of you either taking a generic approach to the problem or you build on top of that to, to you know, address a business need. So is are these employee apps what have emerged as pieces of other platforms that can almost stand on their own? Or how did you kind of tease out to say this is an employee app versus this is functionality of an intranet? Yeah. So the way we chose the, the first batch of products to include was to look at um, First of all, if they were, were targeting internal communications and, and communications generally, so a lot of the products that we've included will have more um, bars in the communications element because that's the kind of the market we're more used to. Um, but then it was also looking at that mobile first approach. So there are plenty of internet platforms that have a mobile app or um, a progressive web app or another approach. We weren't interested in those for this report. Um, that formed part of the, the other reports that we published, but for this one, we really wanted that mobile first approach where um, a, a um, customer could choose to have this 
without needing a heavier platform in the background. So a lot of them do have a desktop version and have admin only screens that are on a desktop because that kind of makes sense. But it's that end user experience, which is completely mobile first and understands those devices, um, whether that's a, a mobile phone or a tablet, of course, it can be could be either one. But just using smaller screens well, understanding um, how to approach uh, menus, if there is a, a document library of, of sorts, how they can approach that. And it's all about that kind of lighter and leanerness um, and making it much easier and quicker to use than an internet system that's actually quite large and broad. Um, it's kind of like an internet being like a big toad or something with, with all the different bits and pieces. It's quite uh, large and, and squat and does all sorts of things. And don't get me wrong, still love internets. That's where my, my heart lies it kind of originally. Um, but employee mobile apps just give that kind of more like a minnow uh, experience. They're just lighter and quicker. Um, and they allow that kind of facilitation of um, frontline workers doing their jobs and doing their jobs much quicker and easier which is always the intention of an internet as well but the device difference just means an app can give that quicker experience than a, an internet can very interesting yeah so who do you see as your customer now is that for this report is it the same customer that would get the internet in the box uh, type report or is this expanding to a, a totally new audience for you it's in part the same because what this is doing is giving people an, another option to explore that maybe they hadn't thought of before. Um, and actually, I spoke to a potential client last week um, who's just starting their journey on looking at a new internet. And as we were talking, um, she was saying that actually they have locations all over the world and they have very large sales teams and um, talking about other other kind of positions where people just aren't at desks. And I, I, I said to her, have you thought about this and this is the way that they work? And it's just not something that she'd even considered or really heard of. So I think this is still, although they've been around for a few years, they're still emerging and people don't necessarily think to target or think I, I need to get an employee mobile app. It's better for us than an intranet and we can work out the balance of things. So it's existing people, but then it is also um, potentially newer people or, or a newer audience that maybe are thinking um, more along a kind of general communications lines or um, do know that they need to do something for their frontline workforce, but they don't know what that is. Um, and so they can come through us via the knowing about maybe the odd product or two and then wanting to explore in that way. Okay. Mm -hmm. With the focus, there's been an industry-wide focus on kind of frontline workers um, from from multiple vendors. Um, are these? Do you find these are are focused in? You mentioned the four areas before: communication, operations, digital workplace, and HR and people. Are they focused in a particular area? Do they shine in in one area better than others? Um, there are certainly some that very obviously lean in one direction or another. Um, so HR and people, for example, um, Actimo, um, who is uh, part of Kahoot, um, they are very focused around um, 
uh, e-learning and bite-sized training um, and so and also performance management actually and they do things like pulse surveys um, and they also do communications kind of as a, a, another bit but it, their main kind of drive is the the bite-sized kind of mini learning uh, training courses um, and so they're very much geared in that direction um, whereas something like um, uh, Group IO, I think, probably is a good example of a, um, sorry, our people is a good example of a more operational app because their interface is all uh, based on swiping technology. So their um, their homepage is a series of cards, which is the different activities or the different bits of information for the employee to, to know. So the employee can say, oh, there's health and safety training, I'll sign up for that and then swipe the card to get rid of it. And so they just get rid of everything off of their screen and they know that they're done. So that really kind of operational focused um, how to go around their, their, their jobs is um, is, is very um, kind of in that, that direction. Um, so they it tends to be broken by that a little bit more than the whole industry being geared more in one way than, than another. They really do vary. There's a, there's a huge amount of difference between the different products. It's quite it's quite incredible. It's one of the reasons why we created that that focus chart was to try and wrap our heads around how they all worked and how they could all work alongside each other. Um, and that's probably how they do is that the, the way that they are so different compared to maybe um, internet um, products and internet vendors that have that kind of slightly more thread of similarity running between them and then it's features on top of that that make them different or the, the UX that makes them different whereas with this it is the entire flavor of the app that is very different. Is kind of um, helping clients work together better and when we started we were in that intranet space and so you know I'm going to date myself, but, you know, on, on-prem SharePoint, um, you know, web apps that were their business focused web apps. Um, and this really kind of just speaks to the, almost a consumer style, uh, dedicated app. So I'm very focused when I'm in that app, I'm performing a task or I've got, you know, that you just described that focus of, well, let me get rid of this and, and kind of focus on clearing my plate, so to speak, as, as someone who's got something to do. And um, it's just very interesting that this is moving enterprise apps, employee apps into that kind of commercial arena of I have an app for <laughs> there's an app for that. Um, it just seems to be very much focused on, you know, OK, then let's give users the ability to kind of find that app in their uh, respective mobile device, whatever that is, Android, iOS, and then be able to kind of achieve their goal and move on rather rapidly. Um, it's it. It really is. It was interesting just to to kind of read through some of the things in the in the report and say, oh wow, you know, this is the way other vendors are going. This is the reason this exists. Is consumer the consumer mentality is a very uh, familiar approach. Why not do it in the, in the enterprise? Mm -hmm. Is that it, did you find that that you know really kind of um, each of these apps is self-focused were there issues with integration or or kind of um were there challenges that some of these apps have to address i immediately the technologist in me thinks security right how do i make those things play across security boundaries or you know search boundaries those types of things were there challenges across that even though i'm bringing a, an individual app that's focused how do i kind of make it part of the that digital replace whole we found actually they they played very well with other 
bits of technology. Um, so um, the vast majority of them will work with Active Directory, for example. Um, so if you want to use something like that or an HR system, then they will absolutely draw that data through. Um, but actually, one of the challenges around getting people onto an intranet if they're a frontline worker is that they don't have a company email address. Um, and if they are in an HR system, then you may just have a phone number for them. You may not have a, a personal email address or even any kind of more detailed information. And if they're a part-time worker or a seasonal worker, um, or even actually if they work shifts and they work night shift, the the cost of getting them an account in Active Directory or um, to get them a, a Microsoft account is actually more prohibitive than it is something to explore. So the apps will have ways of getting people onto the system without the need to have those background um, directories set up. Um, but it's all done very securely. Um, so, for example, I can't remember which one it is now, but um, one of the apps um, allows a line manager to bring up a QR code on their own phone that the employee can then scan. And then it recognises they're all, they're part of the same company, and then the employee can sit there and, and fill in their their details, and then they're added into the system. Um, or Beekeeper will allow you to print a QR code, and that can go out with a, a paper payslip or um, paycheck. Um, so then that's a way for again an individual to get that bit of paper and scan it and get into the system, and and to go through the checks with line managers and things to make sure that it's all secure. So um, there you're right to be concerned because it's something that people would worry about, but actually they they are all very, very vigilant and, and have thought these things through very, very well to make sure it works well for people to get into the system, but then the security side of things and um, they do things like pen testing and all of those, mm. those kind of things that the bigger systems would do as well. Yeah, interesting. So I know we try to keep these relatively brief. I don't, I think that covers most of what would be in the report, right? Kind of, yep. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a good, I think it's 400 pages at last count or just over. Um, and each one of the... Um, the reviews that we've done for the the, uh, the full reviews for the products are about 20 pages each um, and for each one we go into the, the the product focus so we give that indication but we also have taken each one through um, a series of business scenarios um, so those will um, address those things that people uh, within a business maybe want to, to resolve so things like um, the company communications approaches that they take um, or the way that they deal with training and e-learning. Um, so there's nine different scenarios that we take each one through and then write it up. So that's why there's a good 20 pages um, or so on, on each of them um, and lots of screenshots and things. So um, each one takes uh, plenty of time to, to write up um, and to, to check through. So it's, it is quite a hefty report with a lot of detail and um, yeah, really interesting field as well. So we've tried to give some information in the introduction, um, just the things that we found and think they're interesting. So hopefully, um, if anybody's interested in it, it would be, uh, be useful, um, including a business case, which is always the difficult thing to argue because there will be um, arguments against these sorts of technologies, but um, yeah. we've tried to resolve some of those in the introduction. And how, how can folks get in touch with you or, or get the report? 
If you would like to visit our website, so that's www.clearbox.co.uk, uh, we have a site which is called reports, and then it's just forward slash reports, and then the different ones that we have are, are there, um, including the employee apps one. Um, so that's how you can get hold of a copy of the report, or there are bundles if you want to buy more than one. Um, and then also our contact uh, form is on there. So if you want to get in touch and talk about anything to do with employee apps, uh, we'd very much like to hear from you. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time today, Susie. It was a pleasure kind of learning a little bit more about this. And I'm going to throw this out there, but uh, I'd also like to have a conversation in the future about the independent intranets report. Um, maybe we could swing that sometime. Yeah, sounds very good to me. All right. Uh, well, I think that's a wrap. Uh, we'll close here. And thanks, Susie, for your time. And we look forward to talking to you in the future. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. All right. Cheers. If you like this episode, please let us know with a review in iTunes or tweet about the show. All of our podcast episodes, including transcripts, conversations, and questions, can be found on threewheel.com by searching for podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at threewheel, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast player. We'll see you next time on the Three Wheel Podcast.